1: is the mind body business show hello everyone and welcome 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 to the mind body business show we have yet another phenomenal episode lined up for you right here right now tonight we have none other none other i can talk anna marie Bonacore is here to talk to you and provide incredible value. And she is going to hit on a topic that many entrepreneurs and business owners probably don't think too much about, which is very, very interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. You do not want to miss this episode. So hang with us. Don't go anywhere. As they would say in the old days, don't touch that dial. Uh, the Mind Body Business Show, it is a show that I had put together specifically for you, for the business person, the entrepreneur the individuals that are looking to get that next edge, that next strategy, that next tip, the next thing that will take them to the next level in their business. And it doesn't matter if you've got zero experience or maybe you're phenomenally successful in your business, in either case and everywhere in between, you will find tidbits, golden nuggets out of these shows. I kid you not. I've been running this show personally for going on five years now. And I know being the host and interviewing all these amazing individuals like Anna Marie, that you're going to get a lot out of this. And to that note, uh, you definitely want to stay focused and, and stay attentive, especially when Anna Marie comes on. And so, the Mind Body Business Show is a show that I developed that covers all of the great um, advice that our incredibly uh, expert guests come on and provide in the three areas of mind body and business these are three areas that i call the three pillars of success which resulted from a a good period of studying only successful people several years and what i found when i was looking and focusing on what makes people more successful than say yours truly those three pillars kept bubbling to the top mind means mindset. so to a person each of these individuals that i had studied had developed a positive powerful And most importantly, flexible mindset. That one was very, very strong. And then body. To a person, these very successful individuals also took care of themselves, literally, physically and nutritionally. And then there was business. Business is very multifaceted. And what these individuals had done was each of them had mastered the various skill sets that are necessary to build a successful business and then to scale it and take it even bigger and serve more people and skill sets like what kind of skill sets are we talking about we're talking about sales team building systematizing marketing leadership um i could go on for quite some time the the good news is is that to you know to master any one skill set or to master any one thing can take a long time the good news about that is that you don't have to master all of them yourself personally in fact if you just mastered one of them And you did it yourself. If you master just one skill set, in fact, it was one of the few I just mentioned of very, very many uh, that one must master, that if you master that one skill set, then you can leverage the remaining skill sets to those who have mastered them. And that one skill set, in case you were wondering or you're interested, I'll tell you anyway, it is a skill set of leadership. Even if you don't currently have a team of your own, you want to lead yourself as if you are your own employee or your own VA and develop a culture that you would wanna be a part of. And then if you already have a team, that's one area, if you're gonna concentrate on any one area and the focus on it, that would be the number one because now you can pull in individuals who have mastered those other skill sets that are necessary, like maybe marketing or sales, Uh, the list again goes on and on. So that is good, that is good news for you. We all go through different phases, some start, you know, most of us start as solopreneurs and then we'd build a team and go through that. And that's part of the growth period. And that's OK. <clears throat> Excuse me. And another wonderful thing I, I realized by studying these incredibly uh, successful individuals is that also to a person, every one of them were also very voracious readers of books. Yes. And with that, I like to segue into a very brief segment that I affectionately call bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read.
0: Bookmarks. Brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com.
1: Yeah, there you see. Oh, no, you don't see. There you see reachyourpeaklibrary.com on the screen right there for you. And that is a website, another website that I had developed with with you in mind, literally. Uh, It is a resource for you. It contains a number of books that I have personally read. Uh, And before we get into that too deep, I just want to just say one thing, uh, one word of advice. And that is during this show, I've done it for quite some time. You are going to be hearing about a lot of different great resources. One being an example, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Now I know the tendency and the desire sometimes is to go click away to type it in and go check it out while the show is running. I would implore upon you to rather than doing that is rather than do that is to write it down. Just write it down, take some notes. I even have notes myself. I'm running the show. And write it down. And then after the show is over, then go visit the resources. Just write a list of resources that are mentioned. You might hear about books. We often hear of books from our guests. Other websites, you want to write those down. Giveaways, gifts, coupon codes, things like that. Write these things down. Then go and check them out after the show is over. Because the reason is, is the magic happens in the room. And I would just hate it if you were to miss that one golden nugget that Anna Marie is gonna, she's gonna share many, but it could be that one that could take your business to the next level. And if your focus is taken elsewhere and you're looking at something else, oh, you might miss it. And I don't want that to happen to you. And this came about as a result of many years ago, when I was speaking on stage, when I was first starting out, I would notice I'm coming up to the good part, the part that I know is valuable for them. Sometimes they would get up out of their seat and leave the room. You know, an all-important text came in, email, maybe they had to hit the restroom, whatever. But I learned from that experience to say, hey, be sure you do not have any reasons to get up and leave. Stay in the room. The magic happens in the room. All right, that's my soapbox moment. I am now off my soapbox. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com is website again of a collection of books that i have personally read and vetted so not every book i've ever read is in here only those that had a profound impact on me either in my business life or my personal life or even both and so i didn't start reading till the age of 47 i mean hardly anything i would read i never read books i would read articles and things but never books and then i learned how incredibly important and valuable it was to read not just any book, but the right book. And you'll see that that's written here on the reachapeaklibrary.com on the very top. And so these are books that I started reading. I began uh, becoming a voracious reader after I realized, you know, after consuming book after book that, my gosh, these are, they are easy to ingest information and take your business to the next level. And they're very, very cost-effective way of learning and growing your business. And so I put this together. This this is not necessarily here to make money. In fact, all these buttons go to Amazon uh if you see a book you like and let's say you like to go to Barnes and Noble or some other bookstore just write it down and go get the book wherever you like to get your um your books from and then get the next one come back to this site and just look at the first one that pops up the screen they're not in here in any kind of order of any kind i just kept having my team drop them on the site as i finished reading them so they're not in alphabetical order but just peruse them look at the description and then get it and read it but and most importantly and above all then take action put it to action what you've learned in that speaking of getting into action we have a phenomenal guest who is ready who is going to be coming on here any moment in fact she's going to be coming on right about now her name is Anna Marie Bonacore so let's all welcome her together shall we here we go It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only Anna Marie Bonacore. Yes. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, Anna Marie?
0: I'm good. Thank you, Brian.
1: This is going to be fun. Because oh, I'm just going to go straight into introducing you formally. Is that OK? Sure. All right. Anne Marie Bonacori is the associate publisher and a second generation owner of In Flight USA magazine. Based in Silicon Valley, the magazine serves business and general aviation throughout the country through print and digital advertising, strong editorial content, and creative aviation photography. Buona Corey is involved in or every aspect of the business from distribution to production and layout. She is currently, this is awesome, a student pilot at Hayward Flight at the Hayward Airport in Hayward, California. She enjoys attending air shows, taking pictures, writing, and spending time with her two Maltese poodles, Perk Perklees and Sof. So- Oh, I had it right earlier. Sophocles? so, so,
0: <laughs> Pericles and Sophocles.
1: Golly, I was so far off. Pericles and I'm and not even.
0: There's lots. Welcome to yeah, the show,
1: Anna Marie. Thank you for helping mm-hmm. me with the, the names of the dogs. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, Maltese, are those those really big ones?
0: No, Maltese is a little dog. It's like a, a little poodle, sort of.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. I love it. I love it, <laughs> man. I, even after I practiced I boogered it up, but that's okay. okay. We'll keep moving. Uh, I hope the dogs don't mind. <laughs>
0: <good>. Don't worry. <laughs> so,
1: one of the things I love to find out about um, successful people, such as yourself, is you know, being an entrepreneur or a business owner or both. You, when you get up in the morning every day, there are new challenges. You know, not every day goes perfectly. In fact, I would argue that rarely does a day go perfect. That everything falls in alignment. Uh, from start to finish. And having been through it now yourself for some time, I'm always curious about what is going on in your beautiful brain when you wake up in the morning that keeps you driven, keeps you motivated, keeps you pushing forward to serve more people. What is that factor for you that just keeps you pushing through all of those nuances, those issues, and all the things that you have to solve uh, throughout the day? What is that for you?
0: Well, thank you for that question. I really appreciate it. If you read stories of successful people, they all talk about how important the morning is. Some of them get up at four in the morning. My dad always was at work by five in the morning and we have clients on the East Coast. So we do have to try and hit it a little earlier. But I have to say the one thing that's going through my mind in the morning is a to-do list. And I I swear by to-do lists. I think they are so important. They can be fluid. They can change throughout the day. But having that list and being able to write it all down and know what you're doing from start to finish is very important to me. And that is the first thing on my mind before I go to bed and when I wake up in the morning.
1: That is that is solid advice to everyone watching and listening. Oh, my gosh, because, you know, I do that. And then, boy, doesn't it feel good when you start knocking them off when you start finishing them? (laughs) <laughs> and then sometimes you finish early and like, all right, now I've got bonus time. I can uh, do it, maybe add to it or or actually do some research or do something, just change gears a little bit and finish the day strong. That's, yeah. that's great advice. And for those of you that are not watching this show live, if you're listening to this on a podcast or you're watching the recorded video, why aren't you here watching us live? <laughs> you can uh, find out how to... Get notified automatically when we air. We air the same time every week. Um, there are sometimes we have a special episode. So you want to get on a, a list, and you just do that by going to themindbodybusinessshow.com. Yes, very long URL, themindbodybusinessshow.com, and then scroll down. You'll see a lot of buttons in there that say where and how to watch. Click any one of those, and when you opt in, we're just going to tell you when uh, the next show is going live, right before it goes live. We'll give you the link that you can click join us. And we will also give you a nice gift. Yes, a hotel discount card. And so just for opting in and sharing information with us, we'd love to have you so you can come on here, engage with us. And we do have one specific giveaway that we give only to those who are watching us live. And that is a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. And you don't want to miss that. These, they're an amazing prize. And a little birdie told me, named Anna Marie, that there is yet another nice little giveaway for folks so and I, i'd be adventure to guess that that's not going to be made available forever because we're live now and she's only got so much time and her and her her uh, crew only have so much time to give this stuff away so be sure to watch this live as much as you possibly can all right with that my goodness um checklist or uh, a to-do list absolutely checklist that's an aircraft term right uh, yeah. to-do list uh very very important and um already already uh we're off to a great start and so we're gonna get more into your business Marie, like your actual business that you work in and get more details out of that and hopefully you have some great stories maybe a story or two to tell um in in that and i understand from your bio that you're actually in the process of getting your pilot's license what has that been
0: like it's been great i've gotten through the ground school and i've done a lot of simulator training and been flying with an instructor. I was taking lessons over at the Hayward Airport, Hayward Flight. And sometimes I go up to Napa and we've done a couple of demo flights up there. And I I love flying planes and I like using simulators. You don't want to get too caught up in the simulator. Uh, It's not great for learning everything like landing patterns and things like that. But I I very much enjoy the training and learning more about aviation, the industry that I've been around my whole life.
1: And I think that's a lesson in and of itself to everyone watching, you know, whatever business you are in is to learn it from multiple uh, perspectives from multiple lenses, if you will. So that when you are dealing with clients, you're more well-versed in talking more to their language. Uh, So it's that's like kudos to you and Anna Maria. And plus, the other cool thing is it's actually fun. So you get to the yeah. best of both worlds. Uh, it's it's a hoot to go flying. Uh, and yeah, we talked about that before. I, I went up on a little airplane ride and the guy let me land the plane. I was 12 years old. It was unbelievable experience. So I can relate to the joy and the fun. Uh, I just... I can't imagine all of the terminology, the gauges and, you know, the beacons and all these other, this, there's so much that goes on with aviation people that don't know anything about it. think you just, you just lift off, you go fly to your place, you land, you're done. It's like, man, there's so much involved in it in in between and and the safety, you know, how to land safely. If your engine cuts out, what do you do? All, you know, how you got to keep your eyes on the horizon everywhere and eyes on a swivel looking for other aircraft. Uh, It's crazy, but it's, it's cool. It keeps you busy. I'm sure. (laughs) while you're up in the air. Oh, let me see what we got going on here. Oh my goodness. Oh, we have somebody that knows you. Great to see you, Anna Marie. I believe that is Eli.
0: Yes, that's my business partner.
1: Yes, I love it when business partners support each other and they're in there cheering each other on. I know Eli was, I think, in Las Vegas not too long ago, rubbing elbows with uh, some wonderful people like Brigitte Hooperle. And uh, there's somebody that a few people might know. Oprah Winfrey was there as well. So that was pretty cool. (laughs) Loved following you on that, Eli. So thanks for sharing all that. Yes, Eli Step. Yes. (laughs) All right. Great. We got everybody's in the house tonight. So um, I'm I'm just curious, like when you're building your business, you're growing your business, you're issuing, you're publishing magazines, you're getting ad spots on it uh, to help fund, I'm sure, not just... The business but the people that are working with you guys and everything else so it takes a lot of i talked about skill sets in the very beginning of the show and i was curious if you were to name three of them i named i think four or so in the beginning but the top three skill sets that you personally needed to acquire your level of success that you are at right now what would those three be if you could think of them
0: Sure. Thank you for that question. The first thing I would advise anybody, not only in this business, but in any business, is you have to stay organized. So organizational skills is number one. If you're not organized, you're going to get overwhelmed. If you get overwhelmed, you're going to get burnt out. If you burn out, it's basically default failure. So you don't want that. The second most important, I would say, is sales. Sales is crucial. Some of the most successful people in the world started off. In sales positions when they were students, when they were younger. And it is a huge source of pride that I was able to jump into sales full time in our family business. Naturally, I started off as an editor. I'm a writer. I'm a literary arts minded person. And I didn't think I would be in sales, but jumping into sales full-time has taught me a lot. It has taught me about relationships. It has taught me about people. It has taught me about what they think. And I would say sales skills is very crucial. The third thing I would say, and now this is coming from somebody who believes in print and who is in the print business, but you can't be print-centric nowadays. I would say you need to know social media, SEO, You would need to have some good, strong digital skills to be successful in this industry today because print is still alive. It's still well. I will always vouch for print, but we need to do other things in order to get our publications further out there and into different, diverse hands. So I would say that social media and search engine optimization, those are two things you need to learn well in this business and in plenty of other businesses.
1: Wow, very astute, and I I can't agree more. An organized man. That, that when you said that, I almost I almost hid because I am not one of the most <laughs> organized people on the planet. So I use automation. I'm a software engineer by trade, and so I use automation to keep myself organized so that uh, I don't make mistakes or my team doesn't make mistakes. The more I automate, the less mistakes that are possible. You made because I'm always being told, Brian, you're so organized because they see the result of the automation. I just chuckle and said, Man, if you saw my desk right now. <laughs> and then sales is the lifeblood, right? It's everything. Oh, my ears got big when you started talking about sales. And what you said you learned, you know, where you said it taught you a lot about relationships. And that is like the number one, most solid, most go to strategy from day zero to now. Because what used to work in marketing, say, 10, 15, 20 years ago, Anna Marie, doesn't necessarily work today. Like you used to be able to send out blast emails to thousands of people and they would buy on the spot. I did this in internet marketing. Well, today that doesn't work anymore. You gotta nurture them, you gotta give value, all this other stuff. And then what's working today, most likely won't work 10, 15, 20 years in the future. But there is one common denominator that I have found and you hit it on the head that has worked in every phase from every year from the beginning of time. And that is in building relationships. Would you, would you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. Sales is building relationships.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Oh my gosh. I wonder if anyone else has coined that phrase. That's simple yet, yet profound. Sales is building relationships. And so that, you know, a lot of people will get put off. I was, I got put off by that Anne Marie, because what did that mean? That meant it took a lot of time and I wanted to get to the yeah. result as fast as humanly possible. So what do you say to folks that have that mindset that say, yeah, but it takes too long, Marie?
0: That is a common complaint that I hear. And if you look at somebody like me, I I was afraid to get on the phone. I have to say, before I jumped into sales full time in my family's business, I remember the day when I got into sales, might not have been the best day down here. I I was scared stiff. I, I really did not think I could do it. And I will tell you that. It it will happen. It will get there. I know it takes time. I know that the relationship building process takes time. And that's why I believe in going on in person deliveries. I can stop, I can see clients, I can see prospects, hand the magazines right to them, ask them how they're doing. That's so important. And it's fun. Okay. So find something that's fun and time flies when you're having fun. Uh,
1: I love it. Sprinkle in some fun oh my goodness i'm see. i'm taking notes see i don't i don't tell people to do anything i'm i personally don't do that uh i love that and the personal touch there's nothing that beats it and you know to have a good system where you can take notes and remember spouses names dogs names that i can't even pronounce of yours uh <laughs> and uh you know kids names and and things like were they in college how are they doing at ucla or wherever they're going and and just to, those go such a long way, and but the thing is, you know, you really need to be um, authentic about it, don't you think, Anna Marie? Not just not just saying the words just to get them to like you more.
0: Right. No, you you do. You have to be authentic, and that comes from having a good time with them. I have prospects and clients at local airports here in the Bay Area and in the Greater Bay Area. They are true friends, and and I really have had a lot of fun with these people. We've gone up on demo flights. They've showed me their aircraft. They've showed me around airports. They've showed me around their hangars, and it is a lot of fun. It is a very enjoyable experience, and the relationship building process just keeps building on itself.
1: And it, it's so cool because you're building not just a client uh, base of these, a base of clients, but you're also building a pool of friends, like bona fide, no kidding, actual friends, even though you're transacting business, not every, not every conversation has to be a transaction, right? You gotta, you want to have like human interaction and that's what will lead to the transactions. Maybe sometimes they don't ever happen. Have you ever noticed that you spend time developing a relationship and it still has yet, and it's been a while and it still has yet to reap any fruit when it comes to actual transaction or a deal.
0: Well, sure. I mean, I've nurtured relationships that have gone away for whatever reason that that's a fact of life in any business. But when I focus on the positive ones, I have a really outstanding advertiser out at Livermore, and he's run some wonderful ads with us. We've had wonderful campaigns. Uh, We've learned a lot about his business and how he believes in aerobatic training being a foundation for all flight training, which is an unusual perspective. And then when some relatives of mine came out here from Pittsburgh, maybe they're watching this, um, they got to take a demo flight with one of the students in, in the school who had gone through the school and now works at the school, and he got to take a flight. And that was just a really great moment, being able to give back to the community, being able to give the gift of aviation to somebody by and through somebody whom I work with in the business. It's an incredible feeling. And this could happen in any line of work. If you build a solid relationship and you start working together, you'll also have a lot of social and family fun, too.
1: Yeah. And this I can relate to, especially something that just we just recently went through, my wife and I, and that was we sold a home. california and then we bought one in florida and on the selling side we we worked with a guy named robert silverman i cannot i cannot say enough about him and the next real estate agent as well Uh, but he he was phenomenal he would go to the mat for us i mean he got passionate about what was going on we had issues and it was outside of his control and he was getting upset and and you know he was there for us and it was authentic and he just he worked Hours beyond what he really most people would, and he was there for us all the time. And we became friends over the phone. I met him one time before we left, and you know now we're in Florida, he's in California. So I said, "Hey, anytime you're in Florida, you have a place to stay. You come on over here." And then there was this young lady named Dee Coolius who became our real estate agent on this side on Florida, and she's just so personable and just told the truth and was authentic as you would you wouldn't believe. Well, I'm now friends with not only. You know, my wife and i are not only friends with her but now also her husband you know and her husband's been over to the place a couple of times since we moved in to help out with things and I'm was like it's amazing how this can work out so wonderfully and you, you just develop new friends so you know it's not i always say this it's not just about the money in fact it's more about relationships than it is about the money and money comes into play later for me i was the client they were the the ones that were receiving on the receiving end financially which is fine with me either way is great but great uh great ideas, great tips. Um, so let's dive a little bit more if we can into your actual business. And what I'm going to do, if you don't mind, I'm going to actually pull up your website and just give you the opportunity to talk about what it is you guys are focused on. Uh, the kind of, what is your, who's your target market? That, that would be a good one. Uh, is it corporations? Is it, uh, just, uh, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, um, Small businesses, whatever that happens to be, and then if you have a great like success story or just a nice story to tell along the lines, that would be awesome as well. Would that be cool? Sure. All right, let me bring that up. There you see it is Biz Av Jets. So go ahead and take it away, and I'll let her scroll gently as you talk.
0: Great, thank you. Uh, Biz Av Jets USA Magazine is one of our newer publications here at Inflight Publishing. In Flight USA has been around for 40 years and it really caters to the general aviation market, mostly propeller aircraft, piston and turbine aircraft. BizAv Jets goes to the next step and is more in the jet industry. It caters to corporate flight departments, it caters to charters, it caters to people who use aviation as a lifestyle. They may not necessarily be pilots themselves but they can hire pilots to fly them from a to b. We kind of cover both markets with that. So my target audience with BizAv Jets USA is anybody who's looking to get into the business aviation lifestyle. And we also partner with USA Aircraft Brokers, a longtime aviation aircraft brokerage, and we can help you find the plane of your dreams, we can help you sell your plane. BizAvJets USA is all about the business aviation lifestyle and the great perks that come with it. A good story would be is that my business partner, Eli from Las Vegas, he started off as a customer in In-Flight USA. He was a front cover customer. He did some ads with us back several years ago. And he called me and said, I've always wanted to start my own magazine. And he's been an aviation mechanic, aircraft mechanic for a long time. He knows a lot about the industry. He's worked for some of the bigger corporations in aviation. And it was wonderful to be able to partner with him on this. And later we partnered with somebody else who worked for Concord Battery. And he wanted to start a magazine about veterans who wanted to transition into the aviation career space. There's so much that aviation has to offer. Our services in terms of marketing and advertising are mostly B2B. We deal mostly with other businesses that wanna promote what they do in the aviation community. But when we arrange editorial and put our magazines out there, it's for the consumer. It's for people looking to buy a plane. It's for people to utilize various services in aviation. So we have many different target markets within, but we're mainly looking for smaller businesses that want to enhance their business by buying a plane or by marketing in our aviation magazines.
1: I can see why you've become so proficient at sales, Marie, because one of the greatest skills, um, and it, it, it's an acquired skill, it takes time, is you are an incredible listener. You you nailed Everything I asked, and I asked. It was a three-part question, and you hit all three of them. And I just got to point that out. Um, that that tells me a lot about the time you put in uh, in in really perfecting your sales skills and your communication skills, and that that's so important for everyone in business. And so I just want to give you a big kudos for that. And then the website for everyone that's listening is it's bizavjetsusa.com, and I'll spell it real quick. It's b i z a v JETSUSA.com. So you want to check that out. And then I was curious, uh, Annemarie, about the type of people that actually want to and and actually do go and buy a plane. You know, those that are business owners, small business people. What what is in it for them to go and buy a plane and spend that kind of money and that capital on an airplane?
0: Sure. Buying an aircraft has enormous benefits. First of all, if you're going to buy it for personal use, you can get places faster than driving. You don't have to deal with the hassles of the airline, somebody kicking your seat, whatever problems come up in the airports. And we all know that there are many. Buying it for your business. It's a very efficient and great way to transport goods, services and employees it's great to be able to maximize on time and capitalize on time you could have your aircraft it could be a great place to have meetings in the air while you're in transit to another place there's great tax benefits in owning an aircraft there could be tax write offs there are advantages in the ta- i'm not a tax expert i can refer you to one but there are taxation advantages and another thing I would say, and this is something that a lot of people don't think about is owning an aircraft can be a turnkey operation, meaning there may be downtime when you're not flying in that plane or you're not a passenger on that plane. you could put it on leaseback. One of my clients does a leaseback program. you can do fractional ownership. there are ways to make money off of your aircraft, and it's a wonderful business opportunity in and of itself. I would recommend it to anyone and it's something I hope I can employ in my own company in the future, for sure. I don't own a plane just yet, but I hope to be able to get into one. I, I personally like King Airs. I'd like to focus my sales on King Airs. I'd like to own a King Air. So that's, that's kind of how I feel about owning an airplane. I think it just opens so many doors.
1: I mean that is so profound and so powerful. I, I mean, I asked you that question right before we came on the air, and your answer, like you just did now, it kind of blew me away in a great way because I was like, my God! I mean, you were locked and loaded and ready to tell me all the benefits, and you, that's another uh, testimony to your your sales prowess, your salesmanship. Or uh, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, but everything you said hits those those points, those pain points when it comes to you know business owners like. I want it to be faster. I want my business, I want everything about life to go faster so I can be more efficient uh, to maximize my time. You're hitting all the buzzwords. Uh, no hassles with airlines. Ah, I love it. Hitting the pain points. And then there was, um, oh, meetings in the air. Come on. I mean, that's that could be humongously advantageous because you have a you have somebody that can't escape you. They can't go anywhere. They're on the plane. They, they cannot leave. They cannot. They can maybe take a break and go to the restroom on board, but that's about it. Uh, but they can't do anything. They, they're stuck with you. Tax advantages. I mean, it just went on and on. And then the last one was another key point, turnkey operation. This is what the wealthy do. Uh, this is what I've learned over time is like the very wealthy, like if they buy a yacht, they don't just buy it and have it sit in the harbor somewhere when they use it four or five times a year and it just sits there collecting all the stuff that clings to the bottom and the rest of the time no they do exactly what you say they lease it out they rent it out they they have their it, it's an asset not a liability and they use their investment to bring back more money than they invested in so they could literally have the the yacht pay for itself and then some same thing with an airplane in in the case we're talking here so Man, I mean, now it's like, what would what would your reason be not to <laughs> own an airplane? Now, I, I just thought of this question. I'm curious, does a business owner who wants to buy an airplane, do they themselves, would you say it would be advantageous or necessary for they themselves to actually become a pilot and be licensed to fly as well? Or is that necessary?
0: Becoming a pilot is a wonderful journey. I will always encourage flight training. We started off as flight training publication. And I believe in people becoming pilots. We have an immense pilot shortage. We need to solve that problem. But the answer to your question is no, you don't have to be a pilot. You don't have to become a pilot. You There are pilots for hire. It gets more expensive that way. But, you know, I'll just be honest. This is not a cheap industry. This is not a cheap pursuit. Um, it's not as expensive as many people think it is. But, Uh, you don't have to be a pilot to own an aircraft. That's the
1: simple one. Yeah. It's for, it's for who it makes sense for based on where they are financially with their business. And we get that, you know, if you're just starting out and you're a solopreneur, you're probably not going to even be in the market to go buy an airplane, let alone, (laughs) you know, no, Uh, it's an investment. And, but you know, you just have to run the numbers and make sure that it's something that works for you as a business owner. And there are many people in that position. There are some above and beyond that where they're, you know, buying and owning their own Lear jets and you know the high-end aircraft as well, and so yeah, it's it's, but it's neat to know and to have that implanted in their brain that the types of benefits you just uh, laid out for everybody. It's like I, when I asked you, I honestly was thinking, why would that, why would I want one, why would I even want to go down, and even think about it, and then if you rattle off those five or six or ten benefits, I'm like, I can see why now. <laughs> so. It's about getting someone like you in front of them to let them know this is actually a really, really good thing for your business if you're in that position where you're ready to make that next step. And I'm sure, uh, Anna Marie, you have various ways of helping them to get into that, uh, to get that airplane. And you also work on helping people sell their current airplanes. Is that correct?
0: Yes, USA Aircraft Brokers is a full-service brokerage that is fully equipped to represent both buyers and sellers of various aircraft.
1: Fantastic. If you don't mind, I'm going to put up your email address now, so that because we're covering several things. We're talking about magazine and publishing, and now we're also talking about buying and selling airplanes. There's kind of two different um, um, roads, if you will. Uh, would that be all right if I put up your email address so people can write yeah. it down?
0: That's okay. totally fine. Yes.
1: Okay, cool. So it's Anna Marie at bizavjetsusa.com. Yes. And for those of you listening only, again, why are you listening? Get on here live with us. I know it's okay. Uh, it's A-N-N-A-M-A-R-E. Nope. I-E. A- M-A-R-I-E. Sorry. Oh, let me start over. <laughs> A-N-N-A-M-A-R-I-E at bizavjetsusa.com. I already spelled that one out. So you can go back and replay that if you want. but uh, reach out to her if you, have a, you are either interested in purchasing a plane or selling a plane. Now, are you nationwide, uh, U.S. only, or just California? What is that?
0: I tend to represent Northern California as a broker, but USA Aircraft Brokers is throughout the country. We cover the entire country and we can transact some deals in Canada. We're hoping to do more on the global scale. But right now it's very USA focused.
1: Okay. And fantastic. And then, you know, even if there's someone from Canada that's looking, email her. And I'm sure, Marie, you could probably find somebody to hook them with, up with in the meantime or help give them some advice on next steps to take it at the very least. At least take them one step further um, with your genius and prowess and knowledge. My gosh. And you are very, very intelligent, Marie. It's so obvious. Of when you answer these questions, you're like so spot on and ready. Uh, and so detailed. I just love it. I love it. It is fantastic. Um, uh, let's see. So airplanes, uh, we love them. Um, I love them. There is a pilot shortage. So there, there's also a pilot shortage when it comes to small aircraft in addition to the big commercial jetliners. Is that true?
0: Yes. I mean, there's a pilot shortage all the way around for regional airlines and private companies. And a, a big thing that private companies and charters and some of the smaller organizations struggle with is that after a pilot reaches so many hours, they go off to the airlines, which are bigger and more equipped to give them benefits. So it's it's a struggle all the way around. So pilots are needed in many different capacities.
1: Fantastic. So yeah, maybe, I mean, so for folks out there, maybe uh, you want to have Maybe you want to get a pilot's license, get your own plane, and then also leverage your own skills by being a pilot for other people. There's always that as well. Um, that's just another thing, another that avenue. Is
0: possible to do, yes.
1: Yeah, just looking for any and all excuses and ways for people to do this so that we don't have this shortage for much longer. It's like, yeah, I've been hearing about this for so long. I didn't realize it impacted the, the smaller aircraft, if you will, industry as well. That's just amazing to me. My gosh. Um, all right so uh when you go into marketing when you go into you are do you actually work with advertisers for the publishing side of things where you sell them advertising space in the magazine are you directly involved in that
0: yes i directly sell to advertisers who want to have their ad in the magazine in terms of working with them on the campaigns and really deciding what they want what's most appealing to the reader Editorial that accompanies their ad, how to partner it with a good online campaign. These are all services we can provide. I don't do all of that. We have a team of graphic artists. I have a salesperson in Oklahoma who handles a lot of the PR and things like that. He's been wonderful and he'd love to work with anybody who's looking to do some advertising.
1: That's great. And yeah, the magazine itself is very eye popping and it's very appealing and very professionally done. Uh, and do you? this is a physical magazine, and I'm guessing do you also distribute an electronic version of it as well?
0: Yes. All of our publications are digital and print. You can find them on our websites, on our social media. We use the publishing platform Issue, which is I-S-S-U-U, and they're printed. You can pick it up at your local airport.
1: Oh, really? Oh, at the local airport. They should put those in the back of every seat of every airliner so that those that are getting tired of – that, like you said, the hassle, <laughs> they pull that out and go, wait a minute, I can get my own plane. I'm done with this.
0: <laughs> well, we're looking at relationships, not really with the big airlines, but with some smaller regional airlines in terms of putting them in the seats and things like that, because I've gotten that my whole life. Oh, what are your, what does your dad do? What did your parents do? In-flight USA magazine. Oh, I saw you in Southwest. It's like, no, you didn't, but um, <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, we are looking at airline relationships as well
1: yeah i was i was one guilty as charged It's like oh Me you're the one that's
0: in the, the back of the seat oh that
1: no we're not oh sorry <laughs> but so- who's to say who's to say you know down the road now you're starting with the the smaller uh outfits you know that's where you start you start one and you start growing and work can spread and yeah i i wish you all the best you and eli and everyone your mom and everyone that's involved in this uh for Thank sure you. a whole team that's why that's why I have folks like you here on this show, Anne Marie, because when you know, I knew I know Eli because he was on the show before you, and he's yeah. a great a great guy. I love talking to him, getting to know him, and when he referred you to come on the show, I was like, great! I, it's you're already like an inherent friend by osmosis, or you know, so it's like my yes. relationship. And you know, I the first thing I thought it was a great. I get to help get the word out more in, in a slightly different way because you and Eli have different roles and this is gonna get people more of a complete picture of what you're capable of doing as a business and as a partnership. And so uh, I'm I'm really happy to be able to help in any way I can to get you um, greater exposure because these ideas are, are just, again, like I said, they're not what entrepreneurs typically think of as far as, hey, I, why would I get a plane? Well, you just spelled off seven or eight reasons why that are very, profound and impactful reasons, I I think. So fantastic. Um, Have you ever, I I don't know the answer of this. Have you worked before this? Did you ever hold like a a job as an employee in a corporate position?
0: No, I've I've never worked corporate, but before I have a career beyond aviation and, and that appears in several capacities. Before I Got involved with my family business on a full-time level. I had a literary journal that I started. It was a cultural poetry fiction kind of journal. I started that and I did several volumes of that. Outside of my aviation publications, I have a magazine for seniors. It's published in six different Bay Area counties. And I also consult with the seniors and help them find the next solutions in life, the pendants to wear at home, going into assisted living, things along those lines. So I do that. And I've also had career experience in the inspection industry, similar to insurance adjusting, taking photos, writing reports on damaged properties and vehicles, things like that.
1: Wow. Very wide and diverse. That's phenomenal. I love the magazine for seniors. My dad went through this Mm -hmm. just recently. He has advanced dementia. We got him into a uh, memory care facility and it's been really great, but it was, it was a difficult time and it's, it's, it's still kind of now and then a difficult thing just because of the, when you talk, they don't have their full capacity every time. Sometimes they have a good day. Other times it's a horrible day and you they repeat something five times on the same call. I just, I learned to get patient and just act like it was the first time I heard it and uh, just do it as lovingly as possible. But I think that I'm saying all that to say that that's a phenomenal service that you provided for um, creating that magazine for seniors because, you know, assisted living that no one wants to hear that, especially if they're independent. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to hear it when I get older. I'm like, no, I want to stay in my own place. Don't put me anywhere else. <laughs> and I get yeah, it. And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a sensitive bad. issue yeah yeah and uh, to be better armed with information and ways to ease into that a little bit uh, more elegantly i'm sure that was a godsend for many people is that still being published or is that something that was in the past
0: no i still have it uh oh, we're publishing house we have about six different titles here now and i do still have born to age and it's under several different bay area counties it's this might not be of interest to people all over because it's so Bay Area focused, but by and through various partners, we plan on growing that too.
1: Oh, that's fantastic! So here we go. We're, I'm loving this because you're scaling and growing, and you're not 100% solely focused on the aviation industry when it comes to stuff like that. And you know, the cool thing is, this is what I I I run around and and know many entrepreneurs, a lot of solopreneurs, and they're and i was guilty of this too where you'd start your one business you'd get it going well actually not even get it going and then that shiny ball would show up over here and you'd start working on a second thing may not be related maybe even a third the thing i love about what you have done is you have an established business as your core and that's the thing many are missing it's like get the first one established then start going out and looking at other additional avenues now with you is probably different as far as the timeline goes because you were doing that before it sounds like you came on board with your aviation company but at least you have that as your core you don't have to you know it's already built and it's running and banging on all cylinders and you got a great partner with eli so i just want to tell entrepreneurs out there like don't look at this example and go hey i'm gonna go start another business it's like get your your get your primary business off the ground running uh as if as if it could run without you before even thinking about doing something else. Because it, it's hard enough to make one succeed, let alone more than one. It's like, yes, and I
0: do have that problem too. I, I often see the shiny balls on the other side and go after <laughs> them. And I have to keep myself grounded. And being an entrepreneur is a balance of staying grounded, staying the course, working the day, and chasing the other ideas. It's, it's a fine balance. Dance. It's very difficult to master. And I have to be honest, I'm not not superior to anybody here. I got very lucky that my family had this established business before I got into it. I I got really lucky. And a lot of people get lucky like that. But um, if you don't have that, then it's going to be a little bit harder. But anybody can do this if they put their mind to it.
1: There you go. That's it. What would you say if you were to pick out one thing that you absolutely love, the most? absolute favorite thing about being an entrepreneur with all the wonderful good, bad, and the ugly that comes with it. What is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur?
0: I I enjoy having the autonomy. I enjoy having the control. I will be honest about that. That could backfire at times, but I do enjoy having that autonomy, the freedom of ownership, being able to have a passionate connection to my products and having this lifelong connection with my family members, because this is our family business, I really enjoy that. I have a lot of respect for printed materials. And it's it's also, that's another thing about entrepreneurship. It's a balance between old is gold and keeping up with the times. So I really enjoy figuring out those problems, solving those puzzles and having those connections.
1: Yeah. And you said the word freedom, I I call it liberation. You know, you're you're liberated from anyone else's ruling thumb. I mean, if you have a partnership, it's not just you by yourself get to go free willy, do anything you want, because it's got to be within the confines of the greater good of everybody involved. But it's still it's, it's a greater freedom than working for another company as an employee where, you have zero freedom most of the time. So I get that. And then you have other other interests that you're uh, chasing and going after with Fervor with the other magazines and, and things. That's awesome. Autonomy and control. Yeah, that's good. And then, uh, yeah, passionate. That, that that was the big one right there. You know, freedom and passion. Because how many people that are employees? There, there are some. Not many, though, percentage-wise, that are really – all in passion about what they do because let's face it they're growing someone else's business but many do like what they're doing and they're very passionate and they're happy to be where they're at but my experience has been um lo- far less than 50 they're just there to collect their paycheck go home and then live the weekends <laughs> yeah and so when you when it comes to passion to you personally how important is that to you to have that burning passion to do what you do i mean what if the position you're in now didn't give you a whole lot of, you know, passion didn't come from that. I mean, how important is passion would you say to other people? uh, You know, if you were to give someone advice, how important is passion to be passionate about what you're doing to become successful or maintain success in what you're doing? Uh, What would you say to them?
0: I, I would say it's very important, but it is not everything. Yes. We have to be passionate to get through the day, to get up in the morning, to, feel good about ourselves, but it is not everything. And I'll go you one further. Sometimes passion has to be learned. I remember when I was in high school, I didn't really have any interest in getting involved in aviation whatsoever. I wanted to, you know, I liked writing. I thought I'd contribute to the family business in some way, shape or form, but I wasn't into planes and I was going to be a very objective journalist. And this is an approach that We have taken in our company at times we're going to stay out of the air shows we're going to stay out of events we're not going to go to certain organizations because we really want to be objective we're not going to join aopa we're not going to join eaa i have to tell you when i started i started learning the passion i adapted to the passion and it was in the people the people i met in these organizations in aviation they were so friendly and so kind I was sold. Of course, I wanted to be part of AOPA and make the sky safer. Of course, I wanted to perpetuate the freedom to fly. I love the EAA home builders community. It's wonderful. So of course, journalism, you gotta be, you gotta be non-biased, you gotta stay away from certain things. But being part of the industry and having that passion, I would say it's very important. It keeps us going and it's really helped our business.
1: Mm. You're, you're, I'm passionate about your passion. That's pretty cool. That is fantastic. <laughs> hey, I, uh, we have a good friend of mine who's here, Dennis Nurmilla. He is currently he currently resides in China. He made a big life choice uh, some years back and a uh, very, very successful businessman entrepreneur decided to to move to China to teach English to Chinese uh, college students. And so he's been doing that for a number of years. And he loves, he loves the kids there and uh, sends a lot of pictures. And that's talk about a, a servant leader, a heartfelt uh, man. And I met him, got to know him. And um, Dennis, I hope you're doing great, my buddy. So we're getting close to the end here, Anna Marie. And I remember uh, telling you that I promised I'm going to ask you this one very special question to end the show. And before we do that, though, uh, we do have a couple of giveaways to give. So those of you that are watching live, don't go anywhere because we're going to give that away like right now. So you'll want to literally take out uh, something to write with, a pen, a pencil, a keyboard, and a notepad on your computer. And you'll want to take down this information. And I'm going to bring up just in just a moment here. There it is. So what you want to do to enter away in a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort, This is you get to choose from many uh, destinations from all over the world. All you have to do is go to this website to enter to win. And it's ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. So, ryp, that stands for Reach Your Peak, which is my business, my company. ryp.im forward slash vacation. Head on over there. After the show's over, write this down. We'll still be uh, monitoring for entries. And one lucky person will win a five-night vacation state of five-star luxury resort. And I cannot wait to see who that is, <clears throat> excuse me. And so that question, Anna Marie, don't worry, I haven't forgotten about yours, is uh, really uh, a profound question. It's very powerful and I I can't wait. And so everyone watching right now, listening, Anna Marie has something to give away. Do not go anywhere after that giveaway because I'm gonna ask her that amazing question. And I'm gonna uh, tell you right now, you'll be so glad you stayed on. So do not go anywhere. So, Annemarie, you uh, told me a little earlier that you have a gift of your own to give away. So I'll put it up on the screen and let you describe it and uh, tell people how they can um, go get that gift for themselves. So I'll put that up. Go ahead.
0: Sure. Eli and I talked about this a lot. And I'm going to talk to the folks at USA Aircraft Brokers. We are willing to give a free consultation, whether it's about buying a plane, somehow getting into aviation we're we're not a flight school so we can't really instruct on that we can refer you to some really great flight schools but we can also offer a marketing consultation on reaching the aviation community and those in it so we are willing to consult on either one of those two things and we have many partners in the industry whom we can refer you to so that is my gift to you for today
1: all right and to get that gift all you need to do is email her at the email address we gave earlier, Anna Marie at Bizavjetsusa.com. Anna Marie at Bizavjetsusa.com and just say, hey, I'm emailing you about the consultation you mentioned on the Mind Body Business Show, something to that effect. And she'll know what you're talking about and set you up with that consultation. Thank you so much to both you and Eli for offering that. Much appreciated. And, and please, folks, uh, realize that this you're taking this, they're, they're offering their time, which is the most valuable resource any of us have. And, and so treat it with the respect that they deserve. And as if it cost you, say, $997, you know, really treat it with respect because they are professionals and they are offering you something pretty amazing. So just be respectful when you reach out and uh, throughout the process. I appreciate that. I know Anna Marie and Eli would too. (laughs) All right. With that, Anna Marie, the question is coming up. So here's the cool thing about this question Anna Marie there is no such thing as a wrong answer. It does not exist. It's not a quiz, it's not a test. And in in fact, the exact opposite (laughs) is the case. And that is the only correct answer is your answer because it's going to be unique to you and it's it's a beautiful thing and thirdly if it takes you a microsecond to come up with the answer or if it takes you several or many seconds to come up with the answer that too is just perfect because once again it's your answer so there's no way to fail and i know it's a lot of build up and you're going what the heck is this question already Uh, (laughs) yes (laughs) but i guarantee you uh, it's going to be a phenomenal response because every one of them who preceded you, including Eli's, uh, were all amazing, and yours will be as, as well. So are you ready? Yes. Ooh, she's like, please, let's get this over with. All right. <laughs> Anna Marie Bonacore, how do you define success?
0: That's a great question and one that gets asked often. I would say I define success by feeling good at the end of the day, feeling like you've been productive, like you've contributed something. And of course, when you see the numbers in the bank account, that's always a great feeling. But there may be days. In fact, you will have more days than not when the bank account might not be so pretty. So how do you feel like you're making progress in the world? How do you feel good about what you're putting out there? And I would say, are you helping people? Are you making a difference for anyone? And in publishing, I believe that what we put out there makes a big difference in people's lives. And the consulting that we offer, in addition to our published works, makes a big difference in people's lives. And Airplanes make a big difference in people's lives. and When you've got them as part of your business, there's not a whole lot you have to do. You just got to get the people in the planes together and you know, you know that you're changing lives. So think about that when you measure success is how many people are you benefiting? How many are you helping? Money can be a great measurement of success. It may be there some days, other days, maybe not. Mm. So, Brian, that is my definition of success.
1: And it is a stellar one, I must say. And like I said, you were going to crush it and you did so much so that I had a plane flying over right then. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's Something great. I used to do in older shows. So I uh, appreciate that so much, Anna Marie. I appreciate you more than anything for spending your very valuable time here this evening with us live on the Mind Body Business Show. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. You can now you are, you can now travel free about the country and you can go and enter to win the vacation stay you can email Anna Marie for that free consultation that she and eli put together and we're gonna call it a wrap for this evening and before we do that Anna Marie, one final word to you for you to give to everyone here is if you were to be sitting in front of a budding entrepreneur who is kind of starting out and if you were to think of one one piece of advice that you know would help them to take it to the next level, just one, what would that be?
0: I'm going to say this. I'm going to say stick with it and keep showing up. You got to think outside the box. Sometimes things aren't going to go right. And when I was first starting, the slightest mistake I had certain people in my life, they'd be like, go get a job, you know, or just, just go somewhere else and do something else. They were very quick to say, an easy, what they thought was an easy solution, but so much of life is just showing up, just keeping at it. Even when things don't go well, just keep going, just, just keep showing up. And I know everybody's parents probably give them that advice, but it, I really feel this from the heart and I'm really going to put this out there to the aspiring. And I, I still consider myself somewhat aspiring as an entrepreneur. And I look up to so many people and including my parents, including Eli, including my salesman at Downs. I look up to so many of them and so much of what they do is keep showing up. Keep showing up.
1: I love it. Oh, that's great sound advice. I've said that to so many people as well. Just show up and just continue to do so over and over. Thank you so much, Anna Marie. On behalf of this amazing young woman, Anna Marie I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. Until next time. We will be back a week from now with another fantastic episode. Until then, please, everyone, do two things. Number one, go out and crush it in business so you can serve more people. And then, number two, above all else, please, everyone, be blessed. All right. That's it for now. We'll see you again next time. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast. At www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name
0: is Brian Kelly.